And now, here's your host, Alessandra Torrezani. This is going to be the best podcast because it's it's so honest and real. And we have babies outside being walked right now. We have babies inside the house screaming. We have computers <laughs> not working. And of course- um, It's a good thing. We, ha- we are good moms and our kids are eating and living and breathing. Because if yes. I had to do a day-to-day <laughs> with the computer technology, I'd fail hard. Like, oh, hard. Yeah. That, that's not my forte. I would honestly think like <laughs> clicking a link and like signing on to a podcast would be much easier. Especially because you've had a podcast. A <laughs> but no, not for me. But <laughs> you should ask. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Well, for everyone who's listening, welcome to Emotional Support. We're here with a fan favorite, Jessica Zor, um, a dear friend. Um, and this is going to be tons of fun. And it's just going to be a quick, silly episode where, you know, Jess had written me and was like, I want to have a conversation about all of the things that happen to us moms that are overwhelming, that are exhausting, that we don't talk about, um, that no one talks about. And I thought this is a great kind of little fun thing that we can just share, just some things. And what's exciting is you have two gorgeous girls um, and I'm not going to know the ages correctly because I think, I know that Bowie's a little bit older than Lady, but I think a lot older actually, like right? Two well, years old? She'll be three in January. Okay. So, so like she's like a year and a half older. Yeah. Right, right. Year and a half, yeah. But it also like, it goes so fast. So fast. Um, so to me, even though I know Lady wasn't just born a couple months ago, I still feel like pregnant when I, you, I found out you were pregnant. That feels like yesterday. Yeah. And it I know we totally all know like this as moms, like, people say this all the time. I'm like, let me guess. It goes so fast. The days are long, but the years are short. By the way, that quote couldn't be more on the nose. Like, Oh my gosh. It's so on the nose. Did it ever frustrate you when people would say it to you though, when, when Bowie was very little, because for me, I would be like, people would be like, oh my gosh, enjoy every moment, like savor it. Enjoy it. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, I'm just trying to have fun <laughs> with my baby. I know. You're like, it's what, yeah, it's just one of those things or like when people right away when she was like six months, okay, you having more? I'm like, can I enjoy the six months and like get my body back and like- Can my vagina get smaller again, please, before <laughs> we have this conversation? Um, yeah, but I think people just- They mean well. They, just, they mean well, but some, yeah. But uh, here's, what, here's what's like really crazy to me. And again, to start off, like I'm very blessed. I have two beautiful, healthy girls. Yes. I wouldn't change anything in the world. I had a great pregnancy. Bowie latched. Like we went through this the last time. And I don't mean yeah. to be like bragging about it, but in a way I do because I have it. I had it very good. She's a great sure. sleeper. She eats well. So I am very blessed. But I think for some reason, because I was, it was a surprise pregnancy, like we weren't yeah. trying. And then all of a sudden I'm like, right. oh my God. But I knew I wanted to do that with Brad. Yeah. I wasn't, as much as I was reading up on things, I was just kind of going with it. Like, right. like, oh, I should try that. Or, or someone would send me a link to something. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea to try like sleeping with the pillow this way or that way, whatever, right. many different things. But because I wasn't like trying for months or years, I wasn't like reading all these things or stressed about stuff. You weren't so overly like, prepared. Yes, I was not at all. Yeah. So I think in a way that kind of benefited, like kind of helped my situation because then everything that was happening, I'm like, okay, yeah. wow. Because every couple 
weeks, especially when yeah. they're babies, it's something new. Like all of a sudden you think when they're like sleeping through the night and then you're changing from, you know, breastfeeding to bottles or getting off the bottles, then it's like, oh, they're teething. So I'm literally like every time you learn something, it's like another challenge and you're like, what? And all you're doing is like, you don't know if you're doing it right or wrong. And it doesn't matter what you read. No. I mean, tell me how you feel. No, it doesn't matter what you read. Something that actually happened to me like literally minutes before um, we did this podcast was, you know, we're like rearranging the, the garage and stuff. And lady had picked up this like, this like pipe thing. I mean, that sounds like terrible. Like, I don't mean like a pipe. I mean like an actual physical. Pipe. Either way. I'm it scared. was like a long stick thing that, that yeah. it holds up um, a sign. It's like a banner sign thing, whatever. And she's like going around and she's like, doo, 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 like blowing it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, let's put that down. And before I could even say like, let's put that down, she cut the inside of her mouth. And she starts just like gushing blood, like the exorcist. Oh my God. Oh my God. God. Like it's over. This is it. Like, and meanwhile, she's not even. You have to be as calm as you can be. You can't. Calm. And I was like, you know what? And it was so funny because literally at 5 a.m. I could not sleep. And I was watching this video and it was Maya Bialik and she was talking about how, so it's like very bizarre how this all happened, but she was talking about how when you, we, we always say to babies or we always say to kids, if they fall and they hurt themselves, you're okay, you're okay, everything's okay. And that's so wrong. wrong. You're not supposed yeah. to do that. You're supposed to say, I know that you're in pain. I know that you're hurting. I can I'm only imagine you're what you're hurting. I'm sorry, all this stuff, you know, and, and mom is here to make it better or let's see what we can do. You know, you will be okay, but right now it's okay to feel your feelings. Yeah. But it was so bizarre because at 5 a.m. I watched this video right. and then this like first time I, I ever saw, I know, chills, I know. It was the ah. first time that I'd ever seen like blood come from my baby right. where I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I was, I did the thing. I was like, I know that you're hurting. I know that you're in pain. I'm so sorry, honey. Like we're going to get through this together and you're going to be, you know, wonderful. And we're just going to clean this up and like have a little cheat sheet because a boob always makes you feel better. Um, and, but it was that thing where it was the first time I remembered something that I learned, like as a mom, I, I used that tool, that tool worked. Um, but also being scared shitless inside being like my little baby has blood and it's my fault because I allowed her to use this, you know, pole pipe thing, you know what I mean? And it, but it's overwhelming. Right. But it was the first time that I actually was able to use that advice. Yeah. I love that it happened like this morning that it was like yeah. fresh in your brain. Yeah. And you know, my sister had told me that because my, both of my sisters had kids before I did right. both of my right. younger sisters. <laughs> so, I was, <laughs> so funny. I'm like, I need advice. I need this. But that was a big thing. My sister, Megan from right away was just like always when they're hurt. And sometimes it, it's, it's just on the tip of your tongue. You want to do yeah. it. And, and I don't know for some parents, it might be even to help yourself. Like you're sure. okay. Cause you're going to have to be, cause we're just going to have to make this okay. Right. Sometimes I'll find Brad being like, you know, a boy falls or something. And he's like, you're okay. I'm like, we it's not how we say it, Brad. You can't. She's not okay right now. Even she's if she's, okay. she's going to be in her emotions and what she's trying to like, they don't know how to express anything else. I That's like such a good topic to bring up because I don't think you, you wouldn't be really aware of it until someone kind of explained it to you. Like when my no. sister said it, I'm like, what do you mean, girl? And then when she was explaining, she's, I'm like, oh. And then when you're in it with your child, 
you you can feel that they know that something's wrong right now. Yes. But you hit it on the nose. And I think that's a really important for anyone that's expecting or has a little baby now that's, I think it's a big thing because especially as they get older, they're, they're falling more when they're like running and playing and all the things, you know, when they're not yeah. crawling and walking, they're not hurting themselves. They're moving. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny because I always laugh because I think that you and I are very similar in the way that we are with our kids and like how yeah. we raise the babies of like letting them be who they are. There yeah. we're very like loose. There's no like defined schedule. There's no, def they have to eat at this time, like on the minute, you know, we kind of are like, l let them be like who they need to be and, and guide in that direction. And I guess a question that I have that's like just coming to me is like, where did you in quote unquote, learn your parenting style? Like, did you, was that how I you were raised? Um, oh gosh, my mom was very much let us, you know, we, we slept with her. We coped, my, we, yeah. my mom slept with us till I was probably like 10 or 11. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't like a specific bedtime. Right. Um, I wouldn't say she was overly strict. She was, she was, and there was five of us. So we were always on the go. Um, I, I, it's like what I was saying before. I think because everything was so new, I was just trying to learn it and, I think with you and I watched this with you, like you, you bring lady everywhere you go. That everywhere. was very much what I did. So yeah. she wasn't foreign to things when we first, you know what I mean? First of all, I was seven months pregnant when I moved and got all yeah. new doctors. So yeah. that was kind of, it was kind of our lifestyle. Like yeah. you have a busy thing, but I also want my children's children to be involved in my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I don't want to yeah. be like, okay, I'm working the, of course we're going to have to work certain hours and have our time. Sure. But like, I still want them very much involved. So if like, I'm going to dinner with Brad, I want Bowie to come to dinner with us. You know what I mean? Honestly, I, like I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell, I was just actually talking to our friends from New York who are expecting. Yeah. And I said to them, one thing I think you guys really should do because they are out and about a lot with like travel and work and all the things also live in New York city, which is just busy to begin with. Yep. I'm like, do that in the beginning right away. Cause if it becomes normal. And I don't mean just eating at restaurants. I'm saying no. go to the park with other kids, going to art shows. I take her museums. to I, I'll take her to museums. Yes. Little classes that we do together. So she's not foreign. And I actually think it's helped her, um, like her personality with other people and how to mm -hmm. treat other people just because she's been around it. We're not just like, well, oh. and I, and it's so funny because I will never forget. And I talk about this all the time with Jenna Goldsmith, like yeah. how I, you know, I always say to her, like, I learned so much more than anyone. I feel like in our episode, when I, when I told you that I was pregnant and we were talking yeah. about like what it was like and everything. And I remember you saying like, I put Bowie on the plane, like at a very young age, like we were having to travel because, you know, your partner literally was playing hockey <laughs> all over the world. Yeah. And like you had to go, you know, and you were like, we have no choice. But like, I love that you didn't stay home. I love that you constantly put her on a plane. She went to different cities. She experienced different cultures. She got to yeah. see like different countries. Like that is so amazing. And I, that always, always, always stuck in my head where I'd be like, I don't know if like, it's too early. Like I remember Sturgis was like, oh, let's go to the Bahamas. We wanted to go. And I'm like, I don't know. Is it too early? And then I'm like, no, you know what? Like Jess went and like, she would always go and take Bowie with her. I think it's so important at such a young age to constantly, if you can 
like yeah. be flying, be traveling and, and doing it because it's part of our lifestyle and that's going to have to happen. And so I right. need her to be flexible. I need lady to yeah. learn to be like resilient and, and like- if you're, she's doing it with you the first time she's all doing it, then it becomes like it's a safe place for her to go out to yeah. all these places and do. And here's the other thing. Even if you're not an actor working the way you and I will work as our mom, we're also blessed because we can book a show or book a movie and bring our children to work. Yes. Not yes. everyone has that, which no. I thought – I didn't even realize that until having a baby. I'm like, wow, yeah. she can literally come to any job for the most yeah. part that, that yeah. will do, which is – 99% of people can't see that. Yeah. It's very well. And we're very blessed. But even if you don't have, if you're not an actor or an artist in the way that we are, even if you're living in a city and not getting on planes, I think going to different stuff, like going yeah. to an art gallery, even though it was like fun, bright colors, it wasn't necessarily like a playground for a kid, but it it also managed us like walking and making, having boundaries of like, okay, we can't touch that sweetie. But it was also in a place where I knew she wasn't going to like get hurt, yes, but yes. it was just different things. It was also beautiful, cool artwork. It wasn't like I took her to something that she wouldn't understand. She actually was like understanding the shadows, but yes. there's certain things you can do in your community, in your city or drive an hour and go to the farm and let her feed the animal. Like there's so many things you can do. Yeah. Um, and we also have like a great backyard. We have a pool and trampoline. We, so it's not like, we always have to be running, but you can, you can make, you can do things. And I just think it helps them. It, it does. And it helps so much. And I love that you say like creating the boundaries of like, right. you know what, this is, and, and it's so funny. I was talking to a friend who was, um, who is not religious, like by any means, but we were talking about preschools and she was saying that her kid is going to go to a Catholic school. And I was like, Oh, that's so funny because like, you're not religious. Your partner's not religious. Like so bizarre. And she's like, yeah, yeah, but you know what? She's like, it's a good school. And she was like, the reason why I don't have a, like an, uh, a problem, I would say with like them going into the church for like 30 minutes, like during the day, because it's not about like learning about like Jesus or whatever it may be. It's about it's them learning. Yes. Being able to sit in a room, be yeah. still, be quiet, be young and learn that sometimes you have to be in a place where you're still and you're quiet and you can't be loud and you can't be running around and you have to have discipline. And I was like, wow, I never, like that's something I never would have thought to, to yeah. have, have that that moment. And it's like, yeah, that's why you should bring kids, you know, to, to places where maybe they need to learn they can't be unruly. You know what I mean? Kids will always be kids, but there are right. moments where maybe they're going to have to have a little bit of discipline and what a great way to teach that. I mean, maybe not a great way, but I don't know. I, I think right. it was like pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know? Yeah. I think that's really, yeah, that's very great. It's actually like, that's a good topic to talk about, like, because Bowie's going to be three in January. And so like finding her boys. Yeah. Has she started preschool yet? No, we do like music class, swim sure. class, dance class, soccer. We have four things a week right now. <laughs> Take like I'm exhausted. I'm By exhausted. the way, it almost takes more time to get out of the house and get there than it does for the 40 minutes of each of these things. But um, I don't know. We Brad and I just had this conversation because Lexi started early, and I'm like, I I don't know. I think I have to wait till four or five. That's when I went. And he's like, it's different now. So yeah. I don't know yet. But no, she's not. But the discipline thing because now that she's like talking a lot and knows what she wants. Here's like something interesting. Sharing. I don't know where you guys are at with sharing. It's it's a hard thing for me because it's like if we're at home and she can play with her toys and then we go to the splash pad and someone wants to play with it, a lot of people are like, 
okay, we share, give the toy up. Now I'm not mm-hmm. saying I don't want her to not share. I think sharing is caring yeah. and, and there's sure. a way to do it. But I think it's very strange for, in my opinion, for parents to all of a sudden just be like, share it with this kid. Like with a stranger. what does that explain to your child? That all of a sudden- Wow, we're not there yet. And I've, I've never even thought okay, about that. That's it's so a very difficult thing, Al, because I, it's not at all that I want to teach her that she shouldn't share with someone or especially, but it is a stranger. You've never met this person. Now yeah. we're at the Splash and someone wants to come play. So I'm. I, you have to try to find the way of doing it. Well, how about you tell them, we'll take turns right now. You're going to play and do this. But a lot of parents in front of me, and I'm listen, I've probably at one point been like, share it with your cousin. So I'm not sitting sure. acting like it's perfect. And this is just my opinion. Some other yeah. one, someone may say, no, get, give the toy up. I find it hard because I'm like, this is hers. She's been able to play at home with it all by herself all the time. And now some stranger who we've never met comes up and takes it. And I have that's to mine. say, yeah. yeah. And I have to say, yeah, give it to him. No, that's her toy. But how, what's, you know what I mean? What's the, it's, have one of the, well, here's my question. What have the parents said to you? Like, I would be mortified. Like anytime lady grabs something of someone else's, I'm right. like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't have any siblings. Like she just grabs things because she thinks everything yes. is hers. Like, I'm so sorry. Totally. I'm trying to teach her. But like, what have the parents said to you? Well, I sometimes I'm like, well, you know, at, at one point I'm like, well, boy, that is yours. So let's just tell him very nicely. Like, Hey, that's mine. And we want it back. And she's, She's been good about that. But sometimes I hope it's where the parent comes in and yeah. I don't want to someone else's child, but no. maybe you say that isn't yours. Let's give it back and ask her if we can use it. Cause it's been different things, whether someone sure. grabs it and their kids are going to be kids. Sure. I just think there's like a fine line in the sharing situation where we have to understand that it has to confuse your kids that if all of a sudden something they've been able to play by themselves and they're somewhere with a stranger, yeah. it's really crazy to be like, yeah, give it up. Well, I, mean, I think also like think about if someone took your cell phone out oh, of your hand, a stranger, well, you're in the middle of writing an email. I'd be pissed. Exactly. I but would here's literally a be pissed. Kid who can't express their emotions. And then we're like almost encouraging that to be okay for that feeling of something being snatched that's theirs. Yeah. And then it's almost like can't feel it. great. No, no, it can't feel great. It's a fine line because it's, and again, it makes it sound like I'm saying she shouldn't share and that is not what I'm saying. No. Have you ever had a conversation with like parents that have gotten a little like, like feisty or like been like, oh, or you're like, how could you possibly like, I'm not at the age yet. I feel like where that happens, but I just, I have such a testy um, personality and I feel like if someone's going to like fuck with my baby, like I'm going to be like, oh God, bitch, I am about to go down right now. Like you have no idea what I'm going to do. Well, listen, this happened in our music class. There were there were some <laughs> instruments out and this little girl slaps Bowie. And I'm like, no. Oh my God. And I like, first of all, wanted to say something to the little girl. Then I wanted to say something to the mom. Then I was like, I have to, in a real quick, like second when this is going on, I still have to present Bowie in a way so that sure. she feels safe, but also does the right thing. But it's all like, and, and my emotions are taking over. I was like pissed. So I'm like, <laughs> And Bowie put her You're hand like, in her Hold my earrings, bitch. Hold my earrings. <laughs> <laughs> Take my earrings. And Bowie said, you don't slap me. And pointed <gasps> her finger at her. And I'm like, okay. And put the girl in her place. And it never happened again. The mom came over and said, sorry. I said, listen, that was the first time anything like that has happened. Yeah. It did catch me off guard. But like, okay. Yeah. And again, 
I don't think the girl was trying to be malicious. They're at that age and, you know, maybe she wanted the toy bow we had. I don't know. But again, these are things where it's like hard because I I also don't know. I think the mom should definitely let her know, like, that's not okay. But I don't know that you go and yell at her because I also don't think kids hear yelling. Oh, I don't think so at all. No, no, no. Talk to them and explain like, hey, hitting like that is going to hurt someone's feelings and that's not okay. When I hear parents yelling Oh, it's heartbreaking. Little kid that I'm like, oh, and now again, now I might not have known what their morning was like. Maybe it was a crazy, you know, but I just feel like yelling feels like you're getting something done, but it doesn't really get you anywhere. It's like worrying. Worrying's like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but doesn't get you anywhere. Like yelling at a I kid is it. like, I don't. That's That was a Ryan Reynolds from um, Van Wilder. It's one of my other favorite quotes. What a great <laughs> quote that just just pulls out from Van Wilder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but doesn't get you anywhere. And I think yelling with children is, I just don't think they hear it. But it's true. No, I think it's the same thing. No, and I don't think they hear it. And, you know, it's so interesting. Like, here, uh, here another question that, that comes up is, you know, ladies at the stage where she's definitely testing to see, like, how far she can really go. And we laugh. Like, she loves, loves, loves Dottie. Like, she loves her dog so much. But she just loves to torture Dottie. Like we're oh. convinced that like Pee-wee has like been reincarnated and like Pee-wee did not really love Dottie and was like, why did she come in my life? And I feel like Pee-wee's soul is now inside Lady and he's like, now is my opportunity to like torture this this poor dog and like get back. And you know, we, we and Dottie will growl at her and like, we're very afraid like she's going to snap. Like, I don't think she ever will snap, but like yeah. I knock on wood because I don't trust anything. I don't trust any human or living creature, like whatever, you never know what's going to happen. You know, at the end of the day, they're animals, animals, you know, and how would you like someone trying to put your finger in your butt like all day long? (laughs) Like, no, like you would be like, I'm sorry. Like this is not happening. Um, and so I, I feel like we constantly are trying to like say no without saying no. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. What is something like, yeah. How did you talk to Bowie without being like, no, 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 no. Because I notice so many kids around us, all they say is no, no, no. And I'm like, with their first words, because obviously they hear it a lot. Right. And I'm like, Oh, like, I don't want lady to always just be hearing no. Like I need her to understand, like, why are we saying no? You know, why are we saying you cannot do that? Or like, please don't put your finger up Dottie's butt. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, what is something that you did with Bowie? Yeah. Something that will like, we'll say that makes her Bowie, Birdie, sorry, Bowie, Birdie, Bradley. (laughs) It makes our dog Birdie because she would do that too. And I don't know if it's a thing where they know that the dog isn't going to, or instinctually something as a kid, I, because there's things I do. And I'm like, I can't, if I was Birdie, I would have snapped. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like some of this, I'm like, oh my gosh. But she loves Birdie to death. So it's like loves. weird. But I don't know if yeah. she can feel like, hey, this dog is just going to protect me and love me. I, I don't yeah. know. It's, it is wild. But you do, it does scare you because at the yeah. end of the day, this is a dog. Um, but I would a lot, often we say that's going to make Birdie very sad. And if Birdie's very mm. sad, she might cry because you're hurting her feelings. So we try to go that way more than constantly no. And sometimes a hard no just has to be it. Like the other right. day she threw something in the car while I was driving. And I'm like, Bowie, you cannot do that. I can like, I mean, it came flying over my head from the back seat. I can laugh now. Alessandra, first of all, I didn't expect it. 
It was like one of like there's a possession in the backseat. It was like a hard, hard toy too. Not like a softball or like her bunny. It was, I'm like, and it like went and hit the window. It just literally like scared me. Yeah, but of I've course. Like, my reaction wasn't great because I was like, Bowie, you don't, and you know, it was like a four right. lane busy street. But um, no, I think more, I think the most is just trying to always kind of get to their level. That's going to make them very sad. You know what I mean? Right. That's what work, has worked with her. Well, I don't want Birdie to be sad. Well, then you really can't, you can't do that to Birdie because that's going to hurt her feelings. And we don't right. want that, you know? I, I think she's too young to say like, compare. Like, I think when you get older to like Lexi's age, you can say, Hey, you wouldn't want someone to treat you that way. So let's not do that. You know? Right. Cause um, Lexi's I, seven I, I, or eight. Lexi's eight. Yeah. But I think at two and three that they don't, they can't they don't comprehend that. that. It's no. more that they, she doesn't really want to hurt Birdie's feelings. So it, she kind of, she hears, yeah. I think hears that more than just, no, don't do that. Right. To Birdie. You know what I mean? Right. But every kid's also different. I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, it is all different. Yeah. No, it is. So how has it been? I feel like something that that is not talked about a lot is how, you know, every parent, I feel like, is so different in the way that they raise their kid and, like, all this stuff. And, like, I, I think I've been quite, like, vocal about it of, like, how frustrating it is sometimes for me because I feel like I'm so loose when it comes to lady in the sense where I'm just like, whatever, like, yeah. you want to go to Disneyland today? Like, let's go to Disneyland. Oh, you want to go? Like, <laughs> I you know. that, I'm like, I'm like, we're so loose about things, right? It's like, there's no schedule. There's nothing probably to a fault, right? It's probably, she's going to like, you know, in 15 years be like, oh my God, my mom like did not even think twice about like, me needing a nap and was like, she'll be fine. Like, you know, uh, just give her some candy or does something. I don't know. She does nap. She naps in the car. She loves to nap in the car. Okay. Like she's very okay. relaxed. Um, and she does, she takes two naps a day. She, she loves it, but it has to be either in the car or a stroller, like she, or in my arms. Like she's someone okay. that needs that, that I, I like to say like that pressure almost of yeah. like, you yeah. know, she doesn't sleep in her crib. She doesn't nap in her crib. Like none of that. She like, sleep with you at night? Every night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Well, he comes in at anywhere now from 3.30 AM to oh. six. And then she sleeps to like 8.30 or 9. Yeah. But she just started doing this probably about three months ago. Otherwise, she was sleeping in her crib until then. And I don't mind it. Like, I'm like, yeah. sometimes I'm like, should I go wake her up now? And Brad's like, just, we'll get her when she gets Let up. But she comes in every night. And I love it. I love yeah. it when she Because here's the thing. You're never going to, later on, you're never going to regret that she laid with you. No, I'm never going to be like, oh my God, she was cramping my I mean, I style. Go back and make her sleep in her crib. You know, not saying a crib's bad, but I mean, if that works for you, you're never going yeah. to be upset that you allowed that or that she's in. No. That. You know what I mean? No, definitely so, not. But I feel like it is hard because I say that out loud to people and it, like, especially when it was first happening, like, you know, she used to sleep in the bassinet next to us. And then I would say we went to New York when she was like five months old, maybe. And like, she was like, oh, this is funny. Like I've tasted the bed. Like it's never going back any other way. You know what I mean? And then right. she wouldn't go back in the bassinet under the crib. So it's like, whatever. It was kind of my <laughs> fault, but I'm okay with it. But it's so funny because I would always tiptoe around like being like, people would be like, oh, do you, you know, sh 
the co-sleep, co share, whatever it's called. And I'd be like, I, I guess, like she sleeps with us. Yeah. And people would be super judgy about it and be like, oh my God, like how do you have like a sex life? Like how do you have a life? And it like got very uncomfortable for me. And I also like, it's no one's business but my own, how I raise right. my baby. Like, so I guess, you know, since you okay. are pretty much very similar to me in the sense where you are very loose with Bowie yeah. and you do bring her everywhere, like how do you deal with maybe like new moms that you don't know? I'm not talking about your friends. I'm talking about yeah. people that you maybe meet like at a mom class or at soccer or stuff like that yeah. or dads. Like how do you deal with like navigating like, yeah, because I always act like I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm so kooky. Like I have a kooky life, but I'm like, I'm not kooky. Like I'm pretty with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, but I like, I put on this like pretend hat, you know, I, I'm an actor. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's hard because I think we, as a mom, everything that you're like, the new things that come, whether it's like whatever the new challenges. And then when they're finding their voice, some kids are more yeah. calm, some are more vocal, some, you know, want to explore more. Some are fearless, like, but we'll go yeah. jump in the pool. Some other won't. So the way I parent and handle things are going to be different than you. So, but what's hard is I think because we're always wanting to be the best parent that we can be and try, you know, just being the best that we can be in any situation with our kids and still make a family life good and your, your marriage or your relationship. I think when anyone, when you feel a little judgment or a little, oh, that's like, you, it, it hits a certain nerve because you're yeah. like, you're already trying to do the best you can. So to have someone kind of like not agree or like be a little judgy, I'm like, it, it it's not cool. It, it, no. it like doesn't feel good because also no one mm. understands anyone else's household. Do you know no. what I mean? Like how we put boy to bed at night is very different how someone else does, but it's also because of the way your kids are like you and lady may sleep way better together than if she was in her crib. You might be a 100%. mom who like wouldn't sleep great if she was in her crib. Yeah. So why she should be able to sleep with you and no one should judge that. Let that be what it is. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, like, I don't like, it's tough. Bowie and the it, first yeah. three months slept with us and Brad was like, come home from practice. And he's like, no one's ever heard of this because she would sleep on my chest. But it was no. the best way she would sleep. When I put her in the bassinet next to me, I couldn't she sleep. I was so worried about her breathing or so worried about her choking or so Right. Which no one also tells you that. Everyone's just like, oh, did you sleep train? I'm like, well, I'm worried that she's like going to choke like, at night. So yeah, uh, uh, No, literally like my full-blown panic of like, I don't trust a baby monitor. The baby monitor is going to go out. Then one's going to happen right. in the middle of the night. Then I'm not going to hear her. She can come say hi. Come okay. say hi, Bowie. That's another topic. Like, how do you balance life? as a mom, like trying to work, like. If you would have just seen dad run in here so fast and I'm like, listen, it's Al, like it's cool if it's boy, but like if I'm in the middle of a director session trying to get emotional or trying to do something and then my daughter runs in, I mean, it's going to be hard to like get back there. So sometimes I'm like, Brad, yeah. today's fine because it's Al and she knows Bowie and knows us. But like yeah. if I need like a 10 minute audition scene, like you need to be fast like you were on skates. And, like, and like did, has that happened before too? One time, I mean, at the end of the day, my life is my kids. So like, yeah. it's, really, it, it, sorry. it'll always be okay. But you know how that is if you're in the middle of a scene. Like, you know, when you would like do a self tape and then your cell phone goes off and you're like so mad because you're like, so why angry. did I put on airplane mode? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Everything. <laughs> no. So how do you balance, I would say, like not being like, you know, just like a mom and like you're, you're, 
being, you know, this new persona, but like, how has it been, how have people perceived you? Because like, obviously everyone knows you from Gossip Girl. Then you had like a different life being like doing all kinds of movies and TV and stuff, but then you had the Orville and then that became like the next like version of you in the sense where you were an alien for a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah. And now everything is mom, 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 mom. You know, how do you find that people who, whether you're fans, whether it be people that you work with, like your agents and managers or producers, like how do you think people have perceived you to be different now that you're a mom? Do you find yourself being seen in a totally different way than you were before? Yeah. I I also think it's just like in, internally and everything for me, like everything changes. Like you, you just, the lens of life is different because of being a mom. Like yeah. things you want to do, th- how, what you want your kid to learn or understand or see your relationship changes in a way. Like you almost yeah. fall more in love, but then it also tests your relationship in, in so many ways too. Um, so I don't know if, I don't really know how everyone else is perceiving me. I just think it's like, personally for me, if everything yeah. feels different, because it is, um, yeah. even in the fact of like, there's going to certain jobs. I'm like, okay, th- like, how long is that one going to go? Where is that one shoot? Where right. before I had her, I'm like, I would have dropped it more about yeah. who am I working with and what director is yeah. it? And you know, who's the cast? Not like the questions of like, well, before I even asked that, like, where's it shooting? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Not that I wouldn't go, but like now with Lexi in school and stuff like that, there is going to be certain boundaries, but, um, are certain decisions that I have to make, but I, um, I don't know. I think I also just think because of how different the Orville was from gossip girl, shameless was kind of in between, like where it was like right, I remember. gossip girl, but like not an alien. Um, yeah, I think, I also think my fan base kind of shifted too because people yeah. who are watching gossip girl, were not watching the Orville, you know what right, I mean? Right. Right. So, right. Um, did you yeah. yourself ever find having like this is something that I've been going through and I find myself like having such a severe identity crisis where I like wake up in a panic every day where I'm like, I know that I'm meant to be a mom and like this is like my most important job and I'm so almost blessed and lucky that I can't work right now because it's forcing me to be with her. But then at the same time, I'm like, oh shit, like when things do go back to normal and I don't have a manager anymore and I have this new agent and, you know, are they, do they really know who I am? Do they know that now that I'm a mom, are people perceiving me in an older fashion? Like, am I not going to be an actress anymore? Like, no, am I going to do something else? you're meant to be an actress for but sure. You know what like, I mean? Like that's yeah. been like going through the head of, of, you know, and I, and I also like to say it's probably still because I'm breastfeeding and like, I'm, I'm still like balancing out my hormones and my emotions and stuff. But did you ever have that moment where you had like kind of this identity crisis where I know women, not just in the business, I mean, all women have this of like, who am I, you know, after having yeah, a baby? I also think we've had an interesting like couple of years because it was the pandemic. So the, our whole world of inner, our whole world in general, but then specifically for what we do took forever to get back. And then even if you were working on something, the way, uh, the way the testing and auditions were, which I think the in-person auditions affects a lot of people in a way, because I just think an energy in a room is very different than than these tapes. So I think we're that great in a room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I honestly feel like that is a big part of our whole thing. So you, yeah. you got, you put that into the dynamic and then you put in now that there was a strike, writer strike. And then there's the SAG strike. We've been in a real funky like place with all of it. And not to mention as all of those things are happening, then we both had children. Plus the industry is not what it was when no. we first became actors. It's a completely no. different thing. 
any way you cut it, that from from movies to TV, TV to movies, you know, movie stars being TV stars, TV stars being movie stars. I mean, the streaming. So yeah. it's like all of that was already going to be kind of a oh my gosh, like where what kind of film or movie sure. do I want to do next? What am I doing? Then throwing being a mom in it. Plus all of that, I think we're in a very interesting, kind of frustrating, but also blessed to to be able to be actors right. um, in a way too, even though there's a lot of stuff going on. But I think in general, it's just a really difficult thing. So don't, for sure I've woken up or for sure there's days I'm like, I need to be on a set again. Like, yeah. Bowie will be coming with me, but I like need to be, I need to hear action and I need to like yeah. get into a character and I need to do this. So that, yeah, that's for sure happened. I mean, there's times I've cried about it. There's times I've really taken in that we, it is what it is. And also yeah. blessed. Like it's also, it was like the last writer strike. I remember when we were shooting Gossip Girl, yeah. it was like a paid vacation in a way, not yeah. paid, but like, cause we knew we were going back to a show. Sure. sure right sure. now, no one is, everyone's like. If you go back to something that you were shooting or if you do something, you just we just don't know what the in- industry is because of what everyone's fighting for with the strikes as well, right? right. So it's like, right. you know, like is it right. so is it's it all- going to be harder for stuff to get made? Is it going to be no. easier to get cast? Is it going to be yeah. more shows, less shows? <laughs> well, I feel like it is such an unknown and I feel like I went to this event yesterday and it was like one of the first events I've been to without Lady because – once again, I bring her to every event that I go to. Yeah. I'm like, uh, and now I have to ask if it's an 18 year older event because like, <laughs> like, usually I, I just assume I bring her along. I'm like, what do you mean? Like she, we match. Like, what do you mean? It's cute. Um, her IMDB and wire image is way higher than mine is. Um, it's pretty cute. Um, but um, I, I, I went to this event and this girl was so sweet. She was phenomenal and so gorgeous and sweet. And she was telling me that she was an influencer. And I was, she was like, you know, what do you do? And I was like, I'm certainly not an influencer, you know what I mean? By any means, like, well, I influence, thank you. I will take that. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, and I'm like, wow, it's so wild because even I feel like five years ago, if we would have gone to an event, right. And we would have been there. It would have been actors, musicians, um, producers, maybe there was like one or two bloggers, but really they were like bloggers who also were actors and like, and now it's like, it's such a different world that I feel like such a fish out of water at a Los Angeles wellness event because I'm not, you know, I don't have a blog. I don't have a famous TikTok. It's just so wild. And it's like, wow, what are our kids like being raised in? It's like a different generation. It's, it's insane to me. Like to think yeah, I mean, about what's think about when we would go to like Chi on like a Monday night back in the day. Like, but think about this. We couldn't even, you had to like not bring your cameras in. We didn't even have cameras on the phones no. then. Well, so I it's mean, like, let's not remember about- what happened to the camera in Monte Carlo. Like speaking of cameras, <laughs> like, should I remind you when we had, uh, we, God knows where that digital camera is. Like first time I met Jessica, like we had a digital camera. We were taking all these like wild fun pictures, like nothing inappropriate, but like every celebrity was on that camera. And we went to a party um, with the Prince of Monte Carlo and lost the camera. And then there was a picture that came out of me dirty dancing with Kevin McHale, who's gay. Okay. And at the time, (laughs) what did Jenna Ushkowitz? Okay. So, like, nothing fishy there. And we were dancing to Britney Spears, and they're like, ooh, spotted. Like, Alison and Torsani. I'm like, honey, listen, it was a good moment, but it was now what you think. 
And they turned it into what whatever they wanted it to be. I was like, first of all, no one knew who I was. So like it wasn't even that like scandalous or juicy. Because Caprica didn't come out yet. Like literally, like I had done like a few like guest spots here and there and like 20 pilots that never got picked up. Like you with that Apple picture everywhere in New York City, all over the world. It was still holding on to that moment. Yes, loved that. I love that moment. But it's so, but but it is interesting and it's like scary. I feel like learning like, oh my God, do you want your kid to be on screen time? Like, do you like care if they're, you know, watching this? Like the other question is like, do you care if there's pictures of your baby out? I mean, I know that you share people with, I mean, with your audience and, and yeah. your fan base. That like, was like a, I went back and forth with that for a while. For I still go back and forth. But, and then yeah. It was kind of to me where I'm like, cameras are just everywhere now. So it's like, even if, and now I know I, I put some out of Bowie more than if we were just walking somewhere, but it's, sure. it's if you're going to hide your kids, then you, it's like a whole thing all the time. And then I'm like, does she deserve that? That anywhere yeah. we go where there's cameras out, we have to be careful. Or if someone does get her in the background, Hey, can you delete that? Cause yeah. cameras are every, anywhere we go. And then if it's you're exhausting. definitely going to kids things. People are taking pictures of their kids. So there's a fine line of like, if you're going to do it and want to protect your kids, like, is it every which way you go? So it's like everything we do have to be guarded and sheltered and worried and all of that or the other way. So I feel like there's a balance in it, but then someone else would be like, well, there's not a balance. Like either you're showing your kid or you're not. Like if you put, which I do show boy. And a part of it is like, she's my world and my life. And, and we were okay with it. I, I don't, it, in the beginning when I was just a new mom and just trying to breastfeed and be there and I wasn't on set and stuff, you were I wasn't really yeah. worried about it. I just was like, I, I'll decide later. Yeah. And then when I decided it, I remember there was a night where I'm like, and Brad's like, if you're overthinking it, then maybe just don't do it. And I'm like, but you're going to overthink things with your kids. Like what class Always. you put them in, or where you're traveling or what job you're going to take or yeah. who you're going to let be around your kid. So you I am going to overthink shit. This is my yeah. kid. Everything we do from here on out affects her in yep. many ways. And then I just kind of, I think I might've went on to a few of our friends' pages and kind of felt out like the people that I, I parent similar with or that I respect. And you know what I mean? Not saying yeah. that I don't respect others in that way. I just was kind of like, let me see this couple who I've known for a long time, who kids are very, let me see how they did. Some, some didn't at all show them. And yeah. You did. And I think at the end of the day, I was just kind of like, I'm always going to protect her and be here for her. But to not have any picture ever of her out in the world is just like in this day and age is just not going to happen. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, we're very similar in the sense where we're very open and we're open with our audience. And that's kind of why people are, you know, close with us. Want to hear what we got to say. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is I talk so much about the on my podcast about her because that's my whole life. And like, just like you talk about her all the time, like that's your life. And I feel like it's just a part of me. And, and yeah, I mean, I mean, there's some kids in my music class that, that have parents that are in the business that are like, Oh my gosh, can you please not take video? And so like, we respect like everyone in our music class knows don't take video. Like, or if you do, it's only for yourself. Like, don't take right. it of anyone else. It's just your kid. So I think it's a balance. And but I think for me, I'm totally, like, well, and that's fair. People don't want it, but that's what I'm saying. Then it's like every it's, little yeah. thing you're going to, it's and too if much overthink for me. Yeah, and if that is something that you specifically are really like, hey, I just that's something I don't want my kids' picture out there. Then to each their own. Then don't do to it. I just own. feel like nowadays it's just. Even if there isn't a camera out, there's cameras it's everywhere. So if you want yeah. to get something off there, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know, that's a real, really tough one. That's it's a, a tough, tough one. one. I mean, the real question is like, is Bowie ready to be an actor because she is so cute? <laughs> <laughs> this girl is too funny. I mean, I don't know. Someone, an agent did reach out to us too, did actually asking if we would want her to get signed with them. Why not? And I was like, listen, I don't know. I'm like not, I'm not against it, but I'm like, maybe just let's wait till she's like old enough to kind of decide. I don't know. But like maybe when she's like four or five, like, do you want to you know what? I told Lady, I told Lady, like as if she even talks back to me. But I told Lady, (laughs) (laughs) like there was an agent that approached, and I was like, sure, like why not? Oh, she'll do, she'll do print modeling. Like no one even knows it's her. And this is a funny story that, and I'll, I'll I'll leave it at this. Okay, she books this job. I'll start with this. She books this job, and I was like, oh my god, they had me like put on a video, a picture of her and whatever, sent it, sent it on. And I was like, oh my gosh, if she gets this, this is going to be like so fun, like whatever. Um, and she booked it. They were like, show up to this sound studio where it was a Christmas shoot. Okay. And I was like, oh my, oh my God. God, this is my dream. And it was like in Me September, too. I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. So she shows up. Now, this was for Disney. Okay. So this is for the Disney Christmas campaign. And I was like, my daughter it was her first job. Like, okay, I'm like, this is the Christmas card. Like, it's happening. Like, this is so exciting. Anyway, so I was like, okay, this is really fun. So we show up and I'm like freaking out. I And I found myself being the stage mother that I like despised growing up and seeing all around. And I became her. And I was like, I need to calm myself right now. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, is this her first job? Like, oh my gosh, welcome to the inter- you know entertainment industry. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like so awkward. You guys don't know who I am. Like, this is so bizarre for me. <laughs> like, I was like having this whole like moment and she's like running around playing with Mickey Mouse toys. So anyway, so they're like, okay, we're going to put her in these pajamas. They put her in these pajamas. They're Christmas. They're adorable. They're plaid. And you know, everyone knows, like, she doesn't have a lot of hair going on, you know? So that's okay. This little girl comes in, the same age as Lady, with long, gorgeous blonde hair and a big bow. And I was like, oh my gosh, how cute. Like, I wonder if they'll, like, do something together. Naive me, okay, has no idea what's happening. They go, okay, you know what? Actually, we're not going to have Lady in this. We're going to have the other baby wear this. I was like, oh, She's been cut. My daughter's been cut from the campaign before she even shot it. It's over. Like, this is it. This is how it ends. Her career began and ended in one second, you know. Anyways, they shoot this little girl. She's so cute. And then they go, actually, we're going to put Lady in something. So they put Lady in this yellow Mickey Mouse sweatshirt with jeans and big black fuzzy like army boots. And they put her in hair and makeup. And I was like, oh my God, so cute. And they start giving her a comb over. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, like that's kind of bizarre. Like she's so cute. Like why are you giving her a comb over? Then we go on the set and they're like, okay, like we're going to play her favorite like music. So she's playing, you know, cute little like Disney Nightmare for Christmas. And they had like mm-hmm. a baby wrangler that's like over here, lady, you know, whatever. And they, the photographer did not hear her name. And the, I overhear the photographer go, wow, he is just such a handsome little boy. And I go, <laughs> what? And I go, well, his name is Lady, um, but um, – and they're like, oh, no, that's a girl. They whispered to him, and and he goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, are you the mom? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I, I'm so sorry. I, I, I thought it was a little boy. I was like, whatever. 
gets the job, I guess. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, who am I to be like, whatever gets the job? Like I, and I said it out loud and I was like, they looked at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, no, no, no trust me. Like I've been in this business forever. Like I'm an actress. You didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. And I'm like going through my IMDb and they're like, we do not give a shit who you are, ma'am. Like get your child out of here. Like they are done. And I was like, oh, that's ladies first job. So then they're like, they announced the Christmas campaign and it comes out like October 1st and her sweatshirt's not on there. She's not on there. I'm like, she's been cut. And after that, I was like, you know what? For ladies sake, I think it's best she's not in the business because she has the crazy stage mother inside me that that's been dying to come out. So, so it's not that my daughter couldn't handle it because she the time of her life on set it's that I was like oh my god oh my god I know how to make her smile I know how to do this like don't you know who we are like crazy person so that's my my two cents of advice um on that note I think that I will wrap this up we are gonna have to do this again because this is we'll been do so yeah we'll fun. do a part two but um that is it's adorable and beautiful and like funny like our industry's wild though. It's crazy. It's wild. It's crazy. And you know what? Like I, we just have to laugh about it. And the best thing about this industry is that I have made some of the coolest friends in the entire world, you being included in that. And you know, how special, like if we didn't yeah. meet in that one time in Monte Carlo, you know what I mean? Like who knows if we would be here right now having this conversation and I who know. knows if I would have raised lady the way that I did, because truly you were such an impact of that. Like, Oh my God. I, that is like the nicest compliment. And I think you're really killing it. I also don't think we, not just you and I in general, cause we are so busy and your day to day. And when you get done doing certain things or you're with your you know child, you're not trying to like be on the phone. Like some people are like, like Nina the other day was like, you are the worst. She's like, it took you three weeks to call me back. I'm like, I'm bad with it because I just like being, try to be as present. That's a big thing. Trying to be as present with your kids as you can. Cause that it goes fast. It goes fast. And you know what? And if people can't understand that and they can't forgive you for that, then you know, they're oh, not yeah. meant so to be for you. It off. She was oh, just I like, know she did. She's the best. But I, yeah. But, it, but some people like yeah. don't get it. You know what I mean? Some people don't understand it. And you know, you really find the people that also reach out to you during the postpartum, you know, people that have like texted you or write you and are like, how are you yeah. doing mom? You you know? doing? So yeah. make sure you like hold tight those people that showed up for yeah. you because it means a lot, you know, in the long term. And when you do have a minute or you are on the phone with someone or in a moment like this, like let your friends know they're doing a good job because I think, I think a lot of, I think yes. our partners, I think people in general in the world just expect us to do it because we do it and we do a damn good job of it. Yes. But we aren't told that a lot. And not that I need a pat on the back, but like, no, like the other day, you Brad do. Flowers out of nowhere. And he's like, I just want to say thanks. I'm like, honestly, Brad, what did you do? And he's like, I told the lady at the grocery store, I was doing it to be nice. And I was like, oh my God, that is yeah. the sweetest thing. It really like made my whole week. Yeah. I love flowers, but like, the recognition of just like, I see you. I see you and I hear you and you're, you're, you're here and you're yeah. doing great mom. And like round of applause.